If you hate technology, this episode is for you. These five tricks will help you approach any new technology in your business because you're going to have to learn a lot of technology as you go. If you go back to rule number one, everything is figure outable. That's the attitude and the approach I've had with all technology in my business. I'm not telling you I don't get pissed off and I don't get frustrated because I do. I dragged people into the panic zone with me before, but you don't have to do that. Welcome to the Empowered Artist Podcast, where you will get all the strategy to sell your art online. I'm Jenna Webb. I've turned over 750 artists into artpreneurs. I'm an artist, marketing expert, coach, founder of Artpreneur Academy, chronic illness warrior, and your new art business bestie. When I retired from corporate to live my dream life as an artist, there was no example for me to follow. But as I started to grow a six-figure art business, I was able to map out a complete step-by-step blueprint for successfully creating and marketing online art businesses. If I can learn how to be an artist in my 30s, I can teach you how to run a business now. As the how-to girl, I'll give you the tips and tricks that will actually grow your art business. So tune in each week as we simplify art marketing, make selling your work fun, and elevate your artpreneur mindset so that you feel like the badass artist that you are, even on the tough days. I am on a mission to transform the mindset and income of artists everywhere. So if you're ready to live your dream life as a full-time artist, let's do the damn thing. When I started my art business, I knew nothing about technology. I did not want to spend my life as an artist in front of the computer. I wanted to be in the studio, of course, and I'm sure you feel the same way. But learning technology comes with the territory for any business, including artists, and I'm constantly having to learn new technology. So I knew nothing about tech, but I went on to wear many hats and I learned hundreds of deep techie stuff, including how to build my own website, doing webinars, connecting all of the back-end sales funnels, creating a podcast, and the list goes on. Look, I have all this fancy recording equipment. None of the stuff I'd even heard of or cared about before I started my art business, but here I am. And Squarespace support got me through all of my website questions. So did the fancy Google machine. So if I can do it, I promise you can too. No matter your age or your computer literacy, you can do anything. In today's episode, I'm going to teach you five magic tricks to learn any new technology in your business. But I'll be honest with you, confession, I don't always remember these magic tricks myself. Because the truth is, when technology isn't going well, it pisses us off, right? We get frustrated and that clouds our judgment. One morning, my website wasn't working and oh my God, the terror. (laughs) I spent hours in total panic mode trying to move my website domain and update the DNS servers. I didn't understand the process and I failed attempting to do it a few times. Now, I probably already lost a lot of you with saying I'm moving my website domain in the DNS servers. I'm going to remind you, I didn't know what any of this crap meant in the beginning. I even started dragging others into the panic zone with me by sending text messages 
and asking tech questions that they couldn't answer. Finally, I realized that I had not reached out to GoDaddy support. Now, GoDaddy owns my website domain and they handle the DNS servers. When I realized I hadn't reached out to GoDaddy support and realized that I was the cause of my own chaos, it was totally embarrassing, you guys. Not to mention it was a waste of my time and my emotional energy. I sent myself into a tailspin. And that's exactly what happens when anything feels unfamiliar. We feel like the solution is unreachable, but it's not. Other people have been there before. There is an answer, but panicking won't help us find it. Turns out GoDaddy support helped solve all my problems within two minutes. My website was back in action and I pulled my tail out from between my legs. Now, empowered artists are part of the can-do society. If you feel stuck before you begin, or if you feel stuck in the middle of dealing with a solution, it's only your mindset that's keeping you there. And it's probably your frustration that's clouding your judgment. It doesn't mean that you can be panic-free forever, but 98% of the time, these five magical Technology tricks will save your pits from sweating. So let's dive in. So the first magic trick is really a rule. Rule number one, everything is figure outable. Remember, you've done hard things before. You've started something as a complete beginner, and then you've gone on to become an expert. You can do this again and again. This is my key for not getting too overwhelmed. If you believe you can figure it out, then you will. The second magic trick is GTS. Google that shit. We live in the information age. There is always a YouTube video or an AI to help you solve most of your problems. You can run a Google search for anything. For example, run a Google search for getting started with Instagram 101. Two more examples. How do I blank? You can ask Google anything. And the next example, Google tips for getting started with blank. Empowered Artist Podcast listeners, I love you so much. How would you like to listen to this podcast with a fresh new pair of Beats headphones or have $50 Amazon cash to spend on whatever you want? To enter to win these prizes, Follow the show, then scroll past the episodes and hit the five-star rating and write a review. I will be announcing winners when we hit milestones like 55 reviews, 75 reviews. I'm sure we can blow past 100 reviews. I'm going to be sending out screenshots of the winning reviews in my email newsletter. Sign up for my email newsletter at jennawebart.com slash podcasts. It's linked in the show notes. I'm so excited. Pause the show right now. Follow and write a five-star review. I can't wait to see it. I hope you win one of the hot podcast summer prizes. Okay, the third magic trick. Immediately go to the help center of the specific tech tool that you're working with. This help center is a trove of answers that are built to help you with the exact issue that you're having. Chances are, 
someone has already encountered the problem that you're having and the Help Center has a stacked library with frequently asked questions, whether it is an online course, a new website, a social media app, there always is a Help Center. Resource and Help Centers are typically stocked with frequently asked questions, tutorials, and articles that are designed to help beginners and troubleshoot issues. This can be faster than waiting to hear back from tech support, which usually can take 24 to 48 hours, sometimes even more. Magic trick number four, don't spin your wheels. Sometimes it's better not to spin your wheels for too long, especially if you're frustrated and you're not thinking clearly. Don't spend longer than five or 10 minutes researching without reaching out to support or submitting a support ticket. Usually there's built-in chat support with the tech support center and those experts or the chat bot can help point you to the exact support article that you need right away. And the experts can help you troubleshoot any tech issues that you might not even know exist with your user account, for example. In this case, you want to treat your time as valuable as your money. The fifth magic trick that we all need to remember are spam folders in our email are a crapshoot. When you're working with tech support or you're resetting your own password, you've got to remember that spam folders are trapping the majority of your emails, but it's not just going to your spam anymore these days or your junk folder. There's a lot of other folders that are getting filtered. Even Gmail has new folders called updates. They've separated things into promotions. Sorry if you could hear that. My dog Lola just farted. I promise you that I would not edit out any bulldog toots or snores. She's right here with me. Oh, if you've been listening for a while, you know that my Boston Terrier passed and I've got Lola here. She's my little buddy. And she just tooted and that's what bulldogs do. So back, back to number five. Okay, so Gmail has not just a spam and a junk folder, but they have a folder called updates. They have a folder called promotions. And there's a lot of other subfolders that you can create, filters yourself. If you're going to reset your own password or submit a support ticket, most of the time it's not going to go directly to your inbox. So a couple of tips. If there is a message you do want, then you're going to need to proactively check your spam, your junk, your updates, all of those folders. And here's the other tip. If you really like messages from a certain person, let's say it's me. Let's say you want to make sure you're receiving the Empowered Artist newsletter every Monday and our podcast emails every Wednesday, and you don't want them going to the wrong folders. You actually need to click on those emails that you want and drag them to your primary folder. In Gmail, it's really easy. You just click and drag. Other email providers, you can click around and you usually can mark it as not spam. You basically need to teach your email what you want it to do. Email is getting smarter. So the more you interact with your email and tell it what you want and what you don't want, it will start providing you what you want. 
But here's the thing. If you do not interact with the emails that you do want to receive, then you're not going to get them in your inbox. Your email is going to learn that, hey, Jenna's not opening emails from Cindy anymore. So we're going to send any emails from Cindy to her promotions folder. So that's why even when you really love a course you signed up for and you're not getting those emails anymore, it's because you actually have to open them and interact with those emails to keep receiving them. Same thing with social media algorithms. If you're not liking and commenting on the posts and the algorithm is not going to continue to show you those posts. So you've got to interact with the content that you want to see these days, even in your email inbox. So those are my five magic tricks. Those will help keep you less frustrated, keep your pits from sweating, and hopefully not break your phone or your nice new computer to run your art business. These five tricks will help you approach any new technology in your business because you're going to have to learn a lot of technology as you go. If you go back to rule number one, everything is figureoutable. That's the attitude and the approach I've had with all technology in my business. I'm not telling you I don't get pissed off and I don't get frustrated because I do. I dragged people into the panic zone with me before, but you don't have to do that. Just remember some of these tricks and welcome and embrace technology. You'll get better at using these skills the more you practice them. One of the most important pieces of technology I've used to grow my art business has been Instagram. And I started with zero followers, just like everybody else. I knew nothing about the platform, but I learned along the way. And I have saved all of those tips and tricks for you in my most popular workshop because Instagram has been my number one tool to connect with my ideal clients online and to convert them into high ticket buyers. If you're looking for a simple step-by-step plan to build your art business on Instagram, then you've got to check out my Instagram workshop. Inside, you'll learn how to post on Instagram with purpose in order to build deep connection with your ideal client, which is so important. Three captions to post with purpose how to use calls to action to boost engagement with your art buyers, five key elements that every Instagram post must have, and how to strategically use hashtags to increase your visibility so art buyers can discover you, plus the 15-point checklist to self-audit your Instagram account as if I were doing it with you so you'll improve your account immediately. This course is the playbook I wish I had when I started with Instagram from the beginning. So if you're looking to build an Instagram account that attracts your ideal client just like I have and hundreds of artists who have loved this workshop, click the link in the show notes to get instant access to this workshop or go to jennawebart.com slash Instagram right now you can save 1.5 times the cost on this workshop if you go and check it out right now. I know you're going to love it and you're going to have so much more fun by taking the artpreneur approach to Instagram from this course. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If this episode fell on your heart, I would love it if you would share it with a friend, 
share it on social media and tag me. It means so much to me when you do that. And when you write a written review, we have our contest still going on. I have been having so much fun recording these episodes for you and hearing your feedback. I'm so proud of you guys. I love you and I'll see you right here next week.